Amen. Amen. And so we find the very first key in first in the a letter to Timothy in the sixth chapter and twelfth verse. The scripture reads as thus: Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and about which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. That's 1 Timothy 6 and 12. Fight the good fight. What is the good fight? It is the fight to take hold and to maintain the eternal life that we have been given through our faith in Christ Jesus. Why is there a fight? There's a fight because the enemy, the devil, wants to destroy your faith. The Bible tells us that the thief comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. He wants to steal your hopes and your dreams. He wants to kill the fellowship that you have with the living God. And his ultimate goal is to destroy your faith completely. And we know that faith is the only way that we can have access to the Father. Faith pleases God. Amen. The word tells us without faith it's impossible to please him. So we want to be pleasing unto the Father. We want to maintain the relationship that we have with him. Now one of the things you need to understand that there's a difference between a war and a battle. We had many wars that we fought as a nation. Um, like the Civil War was about the whole really the center of it was slavery and just economic um, desire both the north and the south and the south wanted to secede from the union from the, the north wanted to establish a union of all the states and the south wanted to be separate because they wanted to maintain the institution of slavery amen but in the civil war there were a lot of other battles that were fought fought in the name of this quest for economic, uh, for us to, make, to do away with slavery, amen? And so the war that we are in is the ongoing struggle between the enemy, the devil, and the us as the saints of God. The enemy wants to destroy our faith, and the saints, we the saints, are striving for growth and development of our faith through our continuous endeavor to learn more and more about God. The battles that we go through, the end of, those are the individual obstacles and challenges that we face in our lives. Being in school for four years while you're working full time is a battle that some of us have faced. Having too much month left and not enough money is a battle that many of us face. Not having money for the light bill, the, the, the food bill, amen, or a marriage that is going awry is a battle that many of us face. Or we go to the doctor and we get a negative report. That is a battle that we have to face, amen? Amen. So the challenges that we face in our lives, these are designed to discourage us, to depress us, and to cause us to doubt God's love and his word. So how do we fight this good fight of faith? We fight by taking possession of all that has been provided for us through eternal life in Christ. 
2 Peter 1, verses 3 and 4 tells us, His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and to godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us by glory and virtue. The Message Bible reads as follows, those same verses. Everything that goes into a life of pleasing God has been miraculously given to us by getting to know personally and intimately the one who invited us to God, the best invitation we ever received. We were also given absolute terrific promises to pass on to you, your tickets to participation in the life of God after you turned your back on a world corrupted by lust. So the key to the battle is getting to know God intimately, personally. Amen? Amen. Praise God. So the first key is that we must first and foremost take possession of what God has given us. Yeah. We've been given everything that we need to live godly lives in and through Christ Jesus and that includes all that we need to fight this good fight of faith but we have to possess what has been given. The scripture informs us that we take possession of what has been given by getting to know personally and intimately the one who invited us. God himself invited us to him. The Bible tells us that God reconciled himself to us. Amen? Amen. Well, he reconciled us to him. Amen. So we have to find out what has been given, and we do that by seeking his face and reading his book to learn of his promises and all that he has so generously provided. We must learn of and know God. It's written in Daniel 11.32, but the people who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. Amen? And you know, when you talk about reading the God's word, um, it's, it's not just a matter of reading. We have to really become interactive with the word of God. It's not just reading. There, I have a top 10 list of ways that we can learn about God through his word. Reading the word, studying the word. The Bible says study to show yourself approved, the workmen that need not be ashamed, amen? Yeah. Memorize. Thy word have I hidden thy, my heart that I might not sin against you. Medi meditate. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, yeah. but you shall meditate therein both day and night, yeah. that you might observe to do according to all that is written therein. Pray the word. Amen. Take the scriptures, the promises, and pray the word. Obey the word. Yeah. Amen. I love that verse in James that says, not to be hearers only, but to do the word. Amen. Confess the word. What is your reaction when something happens and it catches you by surprise? Do you cuss? Do you fuss? Do you call Lottie Dottie and everybody? Or do you confess the word of God? Amen. Over the situation. Share the word. Sing the word. Yeah. Have you ever gone through the book of Psalms and just start looking at all the different songs that we sing that come out of the book of Psalms? Yeah. And not just the book of Psalms, the entire Bible. Yeah. 
There are countless number of songs. So we can sing the word to get it down into our heart, to have it. The more we interact with the word, the more we hear the word. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen? Amen. So you want to constantly have the word in your heart, in your mouth, in your mind. Even if it's just a matter of having music on. Anybody that's ever ridden in the car with Pastor knows you're going to hear some good word-based gospel music. Amen? Amen. So we, we want to adapt that type of a lifestyle where we are constantly filling our spirits and our hearts and our minds with God's word. Amen. And then the tenth one, live the word. We've already said that probably at least three times already. Be doers of the word and not hearers only. Paul said that we are living epistles. Amen. We are the letter. We are the love letter that God has gifted to the world. Amen. Once we receive Jesus, we become a part of the word because the word is in us. Our lives are hid with Christ in God. Amen. Amen. The second key is to pursue in warfare. In the single chapter of the book of Jude, the scripture admonishes us that we are to contend for the faith. Dear friends, I've dropped everything to write you about this life of salvation that we have in common. I have to write, insisting, begging that you fight with everything you have in you for this faith entrusted to us as a gift to guard and to cherish. That's the the Message Bible, the third and fourth verse of Jude. We have to contend for the faith. In the book of Ephesians, it's written that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. And we know that when pastor teaches about Ephesians and, and that particular verse, and the verse says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities and rulers of darkness, and pastor will always say, we wrestle not, and stop right there, because that's part of the problem. We don't fight. Some of us just simply do not fight. We don't wrestle, we don't engage in the warfare. Some of us don't fight out of ignorance. We don't know that we're in a fight. God said that my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Some of us don't fight because we're afraid. But God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and of a sound mind. Some of us don't fight because we don't know how to fight. God does not want us to be ignorant of the devil's advices. Devices. So again, all we need to know about the enemy and his strategies and how to defeat him is in the word of God. One definition that I found for the word pursue is to be an ever-present problem for somebody. We need to be an ever-present problem for the devil. I'm going to say that again. We need to be an ever-present problem for the devil, for the enemy. And we do that by joining the battle. We fight But we don't fight with earthly weapons because the fight is not with flesh and blood. The fight is against spiritual entities, the devil and his army of demons. We cannot use earthly weapons. Our weapons are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. We fight with the full armor of God. 
I used, when I would read about the armor of God, I would think that, um, oh, this is just our uniform. This is just our battle fatigues. But then I came to realize it's not just the armor. It's not just the clothing that we wear to fight. It's a part of the weapon. Each piece of the armor of God is in and of itself a weapon. Amen? Amen. I want you to hear what the Message Bible says about that because it confirms that. God is strong and he wants you strong. So take everything that the master has set out for you, well-made weapons of best materials, and put them to use so you will be able to stand up to everything the devil throws you away. This is no afternoon athletic contest that we'll walk away from and forget about in a couple of hours. This is what keeps a life or death fight to the finish against the devil and all his angels. Be prepared, you're going up against far more than you can handle on your own. Take all the help that you can get, every weapon that God has issued, so that when it's all over but the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. Truth, righteousness, righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation are more than words. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. God's word is an indispensable weapon. Truth is a weapon. When we tell the truth in the face of the lies of the enemy, that's a weapon. When we speak truth to power, that's a weapon. Amen? Amen. I know my brother will learn about that speaking truth to power in terms of the injustices that go on in this nation. Amen? Amen? Righteousness comes as a result of being in right relationship with God. David slew Goliath out of his relationship with God and his prior experiences with God enabling him to kill the lion and the bear. Amen? That's why, as Pastor said, your testimonies are so important. We can't afford to forget our testimonies, amen? So we need to tell them, tell somebody over and over and over again. You know, and, and, I, and I realize that, you know, Pastor has a treasure trove of testimonies, testimonies. Rachel says she's going to put them um, on the screen, her and Rashid. And, but, and, and I have to admit, I have to confess, you know, I've been, I'm in most services with pastors, so I've heard these testimonies over and over and over and over again. And sometimes it can get a little weary, but I realize the importance of, first and foremost, never forgetting. Never forgetting what God has done for us. We sing that song, Jesus, I'll never forget what you've done for me. Amen? That's got to be real. We have to be able to say what God has done for us in our lives. Amen? Amen. Praise God. So we need, and, and secondly, the importance is that because it will bless someone else. It can bless someone else. It can encourage their heart to know that if God did that for this one, then God will do it for me. Amen. He can do it for me. He's willing to do it for me. Peace is a weapon. It's a weapon that is a defensive weapon that garrisons around our hearts and our minds and allows us to rest in the Lord while we are in battle. 
While we are in battle, we can rest because God envelops us with his peace. Amen? And we have been taught about the difference between a peace lover and a peacemaker in this house. We know that a peace lover is someone who doesn't want to rock the boat. Amen? That doesn't want to, um, you know, doesn't want to make waves and all of that. Amen? But we need to be able to be peacemakers. Amen? And stand up in the midst of the storm and declare, peace be still. Amen? A peacemaker. We understand that as being a peacemaker, that we are going to have to contend. There's going to have to be confrontation. There will be conflict. Amen? Amen. But peace keeps our hearts and minds focused. Amen? And still. Faith is a weapon. Our faith is in God. Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. We've already spoken about the importance of faith because without it, it is impossible to please God. Salvation is a weapon which establishes our relationship with God. We come into relationship with God by giving our hearts and our lives to him. And the salvation on the, in the armor is a helmet, amen, which keeps our hearts and minds in, in perfect peace. It aligns our hearts and minds with God's hearts and mind, his heart and his mind, amen. Pastor says it's, we have saved brains because of salvation. Amen. Amen. So those are the weapons, and of course the sword of the spirit, which is the offensive weapon of the armor, which is the word of God. But we have other weapons available to us outside of those mentioned in the armor. We have prayer, we have love, we have forgiveness, praise and worship and fasting. Amen. Amen. There are spiritual disciplines, there are foundational gifts that we have. The fruit of the spirit is also another form of weaponry that we have. Amen? Amen. Yeah. The real secret of success in spiritual warfare is to keep our focus on the Lord. And the single greatest weapon that we have is love. The Bible says that love never fails. Never, never fails. Amen? Amen? So if you don't know what to do, Think to yourself, what would love do? What would love do? What would Jesus do? Because they are synonymous. God is love. Amen? Amen. Our third key is to persevere in the face of adversity. Refuse to quit. I like to say that perseverance is my superpower. Amen? But we've also been taught that we need heaven's perspective for earthly situations. And what is heaven's perspective about adverse situation? The Bible tells us to count it all joy. To count it all joy. It's another one of those things that's easier said than done. But if we count it all joy, it produces faith. The testing of our faith produces patience and patience will have its perfect work, amen? That we may be perfect, which means mature and complete, lacking nothing. Wisdom is another weapon, and if we don't have wisdom, we simply have to ask, and we shall receive it. Amen? Amen. Our fourth key is to prevail through prayer. All throughout the New Testament, we see Jesus' example of prayer. Prayer, in its most simple definition, is talking with God. 
I think we should change that and say conversing with God. Because in conversation, both parties have the opportunity and time to speak and to listen. And too often in prayer, too many of us don't take the time to listen to what God would say to us. It is critical that we learn to wait and listen for God to speak to us. If we will develop a listening ear to learn to discern God's voice, he will give us the battle plans and the strategies that we need to prevail in this good fight. Amen. Ephesians says, in the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard and pray long. Pray for your brothers and your sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out. Amen. Ephesians 6, 18. So we're going to do a little practice right now. Get a partner and we're going to pray for one another that we will be strengthened and encouraged in the Lord to be able to fight the good fight of faith. Amen. 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 Everybody have a partner? No one should be out without a partner. Grasp their hands and let's just pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus. Oh. <laughs> Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father, we just, Lord God, come before you on behalf, Lord God, of all our brothers and sisters that are gathered here this morning, Lord God. We thank you, dear Heavenly Father, that each and every one, Lord God, is a part of the good fight, Lord God. We pray, dear Heavenly Father, that each one, dear Heavenly Father, will go before you, dear Heavenly Father, seek after you, chase after you, Lord God. Father, we're not fighting the devil, Lord God, directly, but Lord God, our fight, Lord God, is our pursuit to know and you, Lord God, and to love you, Lord God, and to grow in the knowledge and wisdom, Lord God, that comes only from you, Lord God. So, Father, I pray, Lord God, that when hard times come, dear Heavenly Father, and when my sister, my brother, Lord God, is feeling like they can't go on, Lord God, I pray, Lord God, for that they will be strengthened in their innermost being, Lord God, that that your word that is resident in their hearts, oh Father God, will rise up, dear Heavenly Father, and cause them, dear Heavenly Father, to remember your words, and that they will speak forth your word in spirit and in truth, oh Father God, and declare, dear Heavenly Father, that they are the righteousness of God, that we will declare, dear Heavenly Father, that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world, that we will declare, dear Heavenly Father, that we have the victory through Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. I thank you, Father God, for that you have already given us the victory. That's the best part of the fight, Lord God, that we know already that we've won, Lord God. Oh, Father God, I pray, dear Heavenly Father, that each one, Lord God, would be strengthened, oh, Father God, in their spirit, soul, and their body, Lord God. I pray, dear Heavenly Father, when they have times of facing adversity, Lord God, that they will be able to declare, Lord God, it as a joyful experience, Lord God, and that they will look to you, dear Heavenly Father, the author and finisher of their faith, Lord God, and that, Lord God, I thank you, dear Heavenly Father, that, Lord God, we shall prevail in prayer, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for each of these four keys, dear Heavenly Father. Lord God, that we take possession, Lord God, of all the promises, Lord God, all the wonderful things that you have given us, Lord God. And that, Father God, 
that we will pursue in the fight, Lord God, that we've already won, that we will persevere, Lord God, in the face of adversity, Lord God, that we would refuse to quit, to give up, or to punk out, Lord God, but that we will continue on, oh, Father God, in the admonition of the Lord. Father, we pray, Lord God, that we will continue to prevail in prayer, Lord God. We know, Lord God, that Jesus set the example for us, Lord God, that when we face hard times, Lord God, that we are to go to you in prayer, Lord God, and that you will restore us, you will renew us, Lord God, you will rejuvenate, Lord God, refresh us, Lord God, in our innermost beings, Lord God, so that we can rise up, Lord God, once again, Lord God, with our armor on, Lord God, our helmet straight, Lord God, Lord, our Lord's girded about with truth, O oh Father God, the breastplate of righteousness, O oh Father God, covering, Lord God, our vital organs, Lord God, our feet are shod with the gospel, with the gospel, Lord God, the preparation of the gospel of peace, Lord God. And Father God, we thank you, Lord God, for the helmet of salvation, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for the sword of the Spirit, Lord God. Oh, Father God, we thank you, Lord God, for your word, Lord God. Your word, the Heavenly Father, has everything that we need, oh, Father God. And, Lord God, we thank you, Father God, for your word, Lord God. And, Lord God, we shall, Lord God, meditate, Lord God, memorize, Lord God, read and study, Lord God, your word, oh, Father God. Oh, Lord God, that we might be, Lord God, a workman, Lord God, a faithful soldier in your army, Lord God, that we will be able to withstand the fiery darts of the enemy, Lord God. Oh, Father, we thank you, Lord God, and we praise you, Lord God. We give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise in the mighty, matchless name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. We're putting the tools 